In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. We're reading from the 12th chapter of St. Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider, consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouses nor barns. Yet, yes, God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? If then you are not able to do such a small thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? Worrying is absolutely useless. It gets you nowhere. Worrying is not of God. I used to worry and worry and worry. I was going to take a test and I worry about it. I remember my mother's cousin Alberta said, you worry about your test and you always do well. And I'm thinking, why do I worry? Why do I worry? I'm just going to do the best I can. Worrying is useless. Just trust Jesus. Loretta, when she used to answer the phone at the seminary, I gave her a word to give me because I was new to the books. And I said, Loretta, whenever I see you, I want the message. She said, what's the message? Worrying is useless. Just trust Jesus. And she would say that to me. Worrying is useless. Just trust Jesus. And I guess that's the problem. We do not trust the Lord. 617-770-3030. Whatever you trust the Lord in, he prospers you for. If you trust the Lord with your finances, he prospers them. If you trust the Lord with your family, he takes care of them. If you trust your Lord with your life, you start to live an ascended life. When, whatever you surrender to the Lord and you give Jesus not only saviorship but kingship over, then in that area you have peace. God, the kingdom of God, it is coming. It is not coming. It is here and it's closer and more powerful than it's ever be, been. Jesus wants to come and infuse your life with his grace, with his love, with his joy, with his fire. The fire of God is the love of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to enkindle you and set you aflame. But trust is the grace through which all graces are given. Trust is the vessel 
through all graces are given. If you don't have trust, you can't receive the graces from heaven. We cut off the life, life of God when we don't trust in the Lord. He is so good, and he wants to bestow upon you more than you could ever ask, think, or imagine. That before Jesus created you or wrote the book about your life in heaven, that he has a perfect plan for you, and he's just waiting He's just waiting to infuse you. I just see infusions of the Spirit, that God wants to infuse you with His glory, with the realm where there is no worry, there is no concern, where when heaven comes in, nothing of the earth matters. Sometimes we worry too much because we're attached to the things of the earth. But when you begin to detach and not worry about the things of the earth, like the like the Bible just said, don't worry what you're going to eat or wear. If you're worried about your clothes or even your food, don't. God knows what you need, and he's going to provide it for you. But he just wants you to look up at him today and not out at the world and just watch what he does for you. Infuse. I love that word. God wants to infuse us with the Holy Spirit. And the, what I see is a gas pump going into the uh, car <laughs> that he's going to infuse us with the glory, infuse us with his presence, infuse us with his mercy. God is into infusion, and we sometimes are into worry, and worrying is absolutely useless, doesn't get you anywhere. Well, it might get you sick, but you say, you don't know my problems. I think God can take care of them as long as you do all that you need to do. You're not God's hopeless case. No hopeless cases. One person said to me, I'm hopeless. I said, no, you're not hopeless. You're helpless. And there's a difference. You're not hopeless as long as God is on the throne and hears and answers prayer. You're not, you're not hopeless. You're helpless. So tell the Lord you're helpless and that you need him for salvation. You need him for mercy. You need him for forgiveness. Tell the Lord you need him. Uh, I remember when, now he's Bishop Hennessy, when Bishop Hennessy was a priest, uh, Father Hennessy was transferred from one place to Needham, and Emily was his best friend, and she said he need, they need him and need him. That's what Emily said. They need him and need him. She gave up all clutches against holding him to herself. Emily was a saint. Emily lived with her children. Her husband one day said, I don't love you anymore, and he left her. And the, Emily said to the Lord, you are my husband now, and I'm going to trust you. And you know what? Emily sang like a beautiful angel she sang she's now with god in heaven but you see she wasn't going to hold father hennessy to herself they need him and he was sent to need him in need him the lord wants you to know that he has you he has you exactly where you need to be to get exactly to where 
God wants to take you. Wherever you are, whatever situation you're in in your life is the most perfect situation for your soul. If you're having a hard time, you're in the perfect place to just give up and surrender to the Lord. If you're having a good time, it's just to thank the Lord and praise the Lord. You know, we you want to just understand that everything, good or bad, Jesus uses it to form your soul, and he's using it to draw you closer to him. That Jesus, he knows where he wants you to finish. And sometimes he takes you through peaks and valleys because he's working something out in you. And the whole thing is, is don't focus on yourself or woe is me or become a victim. The enemy wants you to think you're a victim. You're a victor. Out of everyone in the world, God has chosen you. You did not choose Jesus. He chose you to draw you to the Father. He chose you not only to go to heaven, but to live heaven on earth. And the thing about it is, is when we just give up our will to God's will, we can begin to live heaven on earth, whether it's good or bad. Because whether my situation right now, whether your situation might be something awesome or something not so great, when you understand it's okay, I'm with Jesus, I'm living in Jesus' divine will, and Jesus is just doing what he needs to do to me, and I just surrender my will to God's, then there really is no suffering. There really is no suffering. There's just understanding that Jesus is taking you on a journey through life. He's taking you on a journey through life. And sometimes if we share in Jesus' joy, we do share in some of his sufferings. We do share in some hardships. But it will pass. It will pass. And then Jesus, and you just keep going, and then Jesus will light up your life. And he'll give you something new and fresh. The thing about God is he has something fresh for you. I see there's people here who've been stagnant. And you've been stuck. That's a, that's the thing you don't want to do. When you look at a stream, the water gets dirty when there's no running water. There's no running water. The Lord says just move forward. Even if you're wrong, I'll correct you. Just keep moving forward. Today, do something new. Today, step out and do something you haven't done before. Father, in Jesus' name, release the fire of your love and the glory of God. And I pray that the Holy Spirit just blows on you and blows on you and blows on you. And like a, like the wind, when it blows on a little ember, it just inflames everything around it. Who's calling? Diane, hi, Father. I need Diane. It's prayer. good to hear your voice. Oh, thank you, Father. It's nice to hear your voice too. Um, my um, my, I have a nephew who's he's has three children, and and he doesn't he's not married, but I want him to be married in the Catholic Church. They're both Catholic. And they, you know, they're set up, but uh, they were, the girl is afraid because she, her father rejected her. I told my nephew never to leave her, never to reject them. And I talked to her, his father, my nephew's father, and said, you've got to welcome her into the family. See, she never felt welcome. And would you pray that they do the right thing and whatever God says? I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you touch them both with the Holy Spirit. 
and that they be drawn to Jesus Christ through the power of the cross and resurrection. I pray that you would touch them with the Holy Spirit, that their lives would be changed, and then they would want to be married in the church. So God, do for them what they really need. They need conversion, Lord. They need love. They need mercy. 61777. Who's calling? Jerome Crowley. Hi, Jerome. Hi, How are you? Good. Would you pray for the Simpsons, Crowleys, to get a closer walk with Jesus and other people? But I pray for to get a closer walk with Jesus and trust him. So we pray for these families that they have a closer walk with Jesus, that Jesus convert them with his love, that Jesus convert them with his power, that Jesus touch them mercifully, that they come to know him to, and then come to love him, then come to serve him. 617-770-3030. 617-770-3030. Why do we worry? Because we want to be in control. Ultimately, when we're not in control, we worry. We worry. I have to pay my bills and you worry about it. What good does it do that you worry? Find a job. Find a job. Worrying is absolutely useless. It's counterproductive. It makes us sick. 617-770-3030. When we feel like worrying, we can just praise God. We can thank Him. We can praise Him. We can love Him. When we look upon God and not upon ourselves, we get infused with grace and glory. God says it's about infusions. It's about receiving, not doing. We, we come in accordance with God's will and we do what he calls us to do. We pray, but then we sit back and we open. In the spiritual life, there's just too many people don't understand. It's a, it's a two-way relationship with God. We give, but then we need to receive. And you know, when we worry, we block every reception gate. But when we trust God and after we pray and we just can just sometimes lay there and let God f and his Holy Spirit come and infuse us and fill us. It's about infusion from heaven. You know, God gave us the will, the, the memory, and the intellect, our three faculties. We ask God the Father to come into our will and strengthen our will. We ask Jesus to come into our intellect. And a lot of time, Jesus infuses us with divine light from heaven. And this light from heaven, it carries the wisdom and the DNA and the blueprint of heaven. And Jesus comes as his light and it infuses your brain. You might just feel the glory. You might not understand what's happening, but you're receiving downloads from heaven. Jesus is shaping and reshaping your mind. And then we have our memory where the Holy Spirit comes with the fire of his love and he and he heals our memory and he gives us the grace that we not only remember things that happened to us, but we remember and we live the life of Jesus through our mind. 
on the rosary, we meditate upon Jesus's life constantly all day. And we let his mother bring us right to the throne of her son. And we receive divine infusions of the Holy Spirit. God wants to infuse you with the divine life today. God wants to infuse you with the power of God today. God wants to infuse you with heaven. He wants you to live on earth as it is in heaven. He wants you to live an ascended life. He wants you to live more of heaven than of the earth. We worry because we live more of the earth than of heaven. But when we live more of heaven than the earth, there is nothing to worry about. You know, yesterday Father Tom was talking about fasting. It's good because when we live more heaven on the earth, sometimes we don't need food because we need more of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the less food we have in us, the more room for the Holy Spirit we have, the more room for the glory of God, the more room for the fire of God. In the Bible, it doesn't say if you fast. It says when you fast. You know, and sometimes we just need to let God clear us out, clear out our minds of all the things of this earth so we can meditate on all the things of heaven. Who's calling? Hello? Hello, Father? Who's, yes, who's calling? Uh, Marion, I'd like to have you pray for Robert He'll be cured of his drug addiction and come back to church. Thank you, Father. Lord, we pray for Robert today, that you would touch him and that he would go for help to some people, Drugs Anonymous. Oh, God, we pray that you would touch Robert and that he would be delivered from drugs, alcohol, and everything else that holds him bondage. Lord, we pray for him because he needs your prayer. He needs your touch. He needs your life. You see, I don't pray for people to come back to the church. I pray for God to touch them. Then they'll come back to the church. We need to be touched by God. We need to be touched by Jesus. We need to be touched in the power of the Holy Spirit. 617-770-3030. We just want to trust God and love Him. To love God is to follow His commandments. To love God is to be focused on Him, to be attentive to God. You know, God create. God create. God created the universe for man, and he created man for himself. So God created this universe, too. He tells, I was reading the book of heaven, where he speaks about the kingdom of the divine will, and he told the mystic Louisa, I created the universe for you. God created the universe for you as a place of joy for you to be to live in and we want to be attentive to God God reflects his beauty in nature and what we do and when we want to look and say Jesus I love you for this tree thank you for creating this tree he tells Louisa everything he created was a piece everything was created was 
out of love for you, for you to look at, to you to marvel at, for God to reflect his glory in. And we want to give back to God the love that is due to him. We want to tell Jesus that we love him in everything. And we want to be attentive to God. No one, it's, the Lord says that many people are not attentive to him. They do not have the grace to see God in all the creation, to see God in every circumstance of their life, to see that God is in everything and he's always working for you. But God created man, he created you for himself. God created you so that he can delight in you. God created you so that he can give you gifts and fill you with his love and fill you with his joy. But when we have our attention upon ourselves and we're, and we're going inward and we're not trusting, we cut off the line to heaven. But God created you so he can infuse you with all good things, so that he can fill you and take pleasure in you. Hallelujah. Isn't that great? Isn't that truth great? That God created you so he can delight in you. And when you become attentive on God, then all of a sudden... The avenues open up where God can start to flood you with his love and his life. God wants you to live this ascended life where he just draws heaven to earth through you. So focus on Jesus. Focus on God and watch what begins to happen. It tells us in the letter to the Philippians, we have our citizenship in heaven. And from there we await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ in glory. Our citizenship is in heaven. I was once at an airport and the woman asked me, what's your final destination? I said, heaven. And she, she looked. She said, what's your final destination? I said, heaven is my final destination. But I'm on the way to Louisiana today. You see, it's all about heaven. It's all about the presence of God. We know so much about the earth and so little about heaven. If you want to know something about heaven, read the last two chapters of the book of Revelation. The last two chapters of the book of Revelation talks about heaven. Oh yes, how we need to know that not only heaven is real, but that heaven wants us to be subject to Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our Redeemer. Heaven is all about Jesus. There is no heaven without Jesus. Today we were talking about people that are Muslim. Well, the Muslims worship the moon god. They do not worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's what they worship. So, do I pray for them? I do pray for them. Thanks be to God that there are a lot of good Muslim people. That's true. And they're doing something right. They're having children. We're not doing something right. We're not having children, most of us. We said, well, you know, one is enough, or maybe two. Well, the Muslims are breeding children, bringing children into the world. How we need to do that how we need to bring children into the world so that we would share with them that our destination is heaven. God created, created us to be fruitful and multiply, to be abundant, 
to be abundant in children, to be abundant in love, to be abundant in grace. You know, we can't tap out heaven. The thing about the grace and the glory of God, it's infinite. But the only way it can grow is when it can be poured into you. It's an infinite stream, but then when there's, it's an infinite ocean, but then when there's little streams that can go into humans, it actually increases God's glory. There's, there's no prayer, there's no amount of God. You're never going to turn the lights out in heaven. You know, it's all, it's all endless and boundless, just like what God has for you is endless and boundless. And the greatest gift that God can give us is a desire for him. It's a desire and a hunger for him. Because when we, God gives you the desires of your heart. And when we desire the things of this world, maybe a new car, a big house, uh, more friends, you know, it's, it's nothing. God wants you to desire his love, his grace, his glory, his power. He wants you to, to desire souls and to desire heaven. And when we become properly aligned with God's will for us, when we desire what God wants, has for our life, then we just begin to walk in peace, joy, and love. You know, we have peace when we desire what God desires for us. And your first, the first ministry of Jesus is intimacy with him. You were created to love God and be loved by God. And the love of God, it's a free gift. I, my peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. But not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Don't be afraid. But Jesus doesn't give us as the world gives. Jesus doesn't give you how we've been accustomed to receiving. We don't need to earn God's love. We don't need to buy God's love. But what we do need to do is be humble. Mary tells St. Faustina, the three greatest attributes that my son, that my son values is first, humility, humility, humility. She says humility three times because humility is the predisposition to be able to receive God's grace, knowing that I am nothing and God is everything. I'm a weak sinner deserving of nothing, but God gives it to me all. Then we're open to God's grace. The second is simplicity. We want to be simple. We want to be simple. No, it's purity. It's purity. We want to have purity of intention. We want to do things only for the love of God. We want to operate only for Jesus. And when we have those two, third comes the love of God. So, Father, pour the love of your Holy Spirit, the fire of God out upon everyone listening. And come tonight, 7 o'clock, at St. John the Baptist, so the Holy Spirit can give you divine infusions of his love. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season.